1: To the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
2: It's time to play full time fantasy. Play
3: full time fantasy. It is full time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Ronan is solo here today for the next two hours, taking you until 4 p.m. Eastern as we do. Each and every weekday, you can listen to the show live at that time. If not, don't worry. You can catch it on demand. If you only hear a portion of the show, you want to hear the whole show, just go to your podcast, search for Full Time Fantasy, hit subscribe, and you'll be notified whenever a new episode is uploaded. You can follow me on Twitter, at Adam Ronis, on the gram, at Aaron88. And, of course, check out all my work, FullTimeFantasy.com. If you use the promo code Ronus 50 You get 50% off your first two months. Also, the rankings should be up shortly. I know a lot of people have been asking me about them. They are filed and just waiting for them to post. They should be shortly. So as soon as they are, I'll let you guys know as part of the draft kit. I already have a ton of articles up. Uh, Latest is uh, five late-round quarterbacks to target, we all know, especially in the fantasy football world championships, the ideal thing to do is we've talked about it a lot is to wait on the quarterback and try you have to figure out who are those guys that you want to target late that can potentially propel you to a fantasy championship so I have five guys that I like and the reasons why you can check that up of course we have our fantasy football projections are up powered by Sean Childs one of the best high stakes players around and a, a lot of great content in the draft kit I already have articles looking at uh, whether Philip Lindsay's overvalued or undervalued, same with Dak Prescott. And, of course, online championship reviews, uh, breaking down the teams. We've had some of those participants on the show as well as they gave their thoughts on how they built their team, which is really important to look at, especially for the teams that have been successful. You want to kind of look and see what they did. Uh, our in-depth team profiles from Sean Childs are all done. He's gone through each and every team. Uh, Dr. Roto continues to have his training camp questions. We have NASCAR rankings as well. So we cover you for a variety of sports. Uh, DFS as well for MLB that is still going strong. Uh, and if you have any questions, you could always ask them on the message boards and the forums. And it's especially helpful as we get deeper into draft season and then into the season as you can ask those start-sit decisions on draft day. So make sure you check that out. And, of course, Get involved in our high-stakes leagues, Uh, and again, there are some affordable price points as well. It's not all uh, out of the price range for people. Maybe uh, you want to get in on the smaller end and work your way up and earn a spot, Uh, but if you head on over to playffwc.com, we have a starter full-season draft tonight at 9 p.m. Eastern and a starter best ball draft at 10 p.m. Eastern, and For best ball, all you do is draft your team. That is it. You don't have to set your lineup. It takes the optimal high score each week. So that's really good prep. And that's what I do now instead of mock drafts. I'll do several best ball drafts. Number one, to to get more drafts under your belt, a little repetition, and also potentially win some money and also kind of get an idea of how you want to build your team for when the season begins. Obviously, there's some difference in best ball compared to redraft leagues. There are certain players that obviously have a higher ceiling, and, and will have big games, but you just don't know when. You know, the Deshaun Jackson types. You know Deshaun is going to have a few monster performances every year. You also know he's going to have a 3-for-29 game. And in the best ball format, you don't have to worry about it because it's just going to take the big performances. Obviously, in seasonal drafts, redraft league's a little bit more difficult to predict because it might look like a good matchup, and he could get shut down. It's just the way it goes with some of those volatile upside receivers. So uh, that's where... The strategy comes in a little bit different, but for the most part, it's pretty much the same. Obviously, depending on roster spots or 24 rounds, you can get, you know, three quarterbacks if you have to. I typically only do two defenses and uh, two kickers if uh, they have kickers, but uh, you could also go three defenses if you want. It all depends on who you have and how you build your team up uh, and what's on the board at that point. But there's definitely different strategies and, you know, if you have any questions on that, of course, you can always call up or ask those questions on the message boards and the forums uh, and head on over to the Palms in Vegas for our live high-stakes drafts. Uh, I'll be there in September 1st weekend of the season at the Palms. Going to be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, and, of course, there's a beat online Adam Ronis Championship League but you have to be there to do it because we will be doing it in person. And uh, this is the third straight year we're doing it. So uh, it should be a lot of fun. I see uh, Philip Hartledge has signed up. Uh, he's actually going to join us on the show today. He'll join us around 3.24 p.m. Eastern because he was in the Red vs. Blue Online Championship on Friday night. And he was picking out of the twelve spot. So we'll talk to him about his team. We'll also have Fantasy Taz, a.k.a. Jim Day, From FFChamps.com, he's going to join me at 3.40 p.m. Eastern to talk Talk. some football as well. So if you uh, want to join that Beat Adam Ronas League, there's still a few spots remaining. It will be out in Vegas at the Palms uh, that Saturday, which is September 7th. And it'll be taking place at uh, 3 p.m. Pacific time. So always a lot of fun to be out there. Not too late to come join us got uh the world championship leagues the online championship leagues uh with some big money on the line uh you know the world championships uh grand prize there is a uh a nice uh dollars. so get in the mix and come join us today so lots to talk about today of course we'll do a lot of football we'll mix in a little baseball as well but uh just when we think the path to the first round is pretty smooth uh, there's a lot of question marks. We had the Melvin Gordon issue last week, and Melvin Gordon was speaking, and it sounds like he wants to be with the Chargers. I don't think this is going to be a long holdout, but I could see both sides of the perspective. Uh, I don't see the reason why the Chargers have to pay him unless they really want to keep him, but how much money are you going to pay a running back that has had some knee issues and had The uh, surgery a couple years ago on his knee, uh, a microfracture surgery, when you have a couple backs already, and I can see Gordon's perspective because he's 27, has uh, already some wear and tear on him, and what if he goes out there this year and gets hurt? Then all of a sudden now he can't get his money, and the shelf life for any NFL player, specifically a running back, is very small. So I understand it uh, from both sides, and you know it's going to be – a difficult decision on what to do with Melvin Gordon right now if you're drafting because he's going to fall and he definitely fell in that online championship, the Red versus Blue. We're going to talk when we return about where he went and also another running back, a high-profile running back that's going in the top five is talking about potentially holding out of training camp unless he gets a new contract. Who am I talking about? I'll let you know next. It is full-time fantasy here on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network.
4: Message and data rates may apply.
5: Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics.
3: Back here it is, full-time fantasy on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Adam Ronis here until 4 p.m. Eastern, talking some baseball, talking some football. And again, check me out, fulltimefantasy.com. Our draft kit is already up and running. It's been up for a while, and just a lot more content will be added, including our preseason pro picks. You don't want to miss that. Those will be out and solely on field over the next few weeks, picks from high-stakes players on sleepers, bust, stash and cash players, and a lot more. So make sure you become a member today. Use the promo code RONAS50 to get 50% off your first two months. So last week, we talked about Melvin Gordon and his intent to hold out until he gets a new deal. Well, apparently, again, this is a report from F- Pro Football Talk that Ezekiel Elliott might be Holding out of training camp as well. According to a league source, he has privately said he will hold out of training camp unless he gets a new contract. And obviously, the Cowboys have a few things to do here as far as contracts. Uh, They just recently signed Demarcus Lawrence. But Dak Prescott's free is coming up on a contract as well as Amari Cooper. Now, Prescott and Cooper are free agents after this upcoming year. Zeke has two years remaining on his rookie deal. Because rookie first round selections are subject to a fifth year option. So, just when we thought, oh, yeah, yeah, our top four is locked in, and especially since we just heard, what, about two weeks ago that Elliott wasn't going to get a suspension for that off the field uh, incident in Las Vegas, uh, now this comes into play. So, again, I, I see it from the player side and the running backs because they just have so much wear and tear. And we saw what the Cowboys did in the past with DeMarco Murray. You know, he led the league in rushing. He set a single-season franchise record, and then they let him walk away. They basically ran him into the ground and said, all right, we're not going to pay you now. And that could be the case here with Zeke. That could definitely happen. He's already got a good amount of touches early in his NFL career. We know he's a big workhorse back, and the Cowboys feed him the football a lot. Let's not forget he was heavily involved in the passing game last year as well with 77 receptions. And now, you know, he runs the risk of, okay, if he plays this out with two more years of heavy volume, uh, you know, he'll still be young, but you know, what's the effect on his body and his performance. So you could see it from his perspective and it makes more sense. I think for him than Melvin Gordon, uh, obviously Zeke a better player, a little bit younger, uh, but, you know, holding out a year for him, and I don't know if he would do it. Again, we're still in the infancy stages of this. But certainly, you know, the Cowboys do rely on him quite a bit. Uh, and they did draft a, a couple of running backs in, uh, with Tony Pollard and Weber as the backups right now. But certainly this bears watching here. Zeke is scheduled to make $3.85 million this year and $9.09 million in 2020. And obviously, he wants to be paid like one of the top running backs in the NFL, which he should be. And obviously, as a Cowboys fan, I want to see him on the field and as a fantasy player as well. I mean, Zeke is a consensus top four pick and sometimes going one, sometimes going two. So uh, this is definitely going to be another big fantasy story worth watching. I'm not going to. Push him down my draft boards right now. I think you might see some people, and I'm interested to see the drafts today, tomorrow, as this news filter is out. If maybe people just take him at four. Because those top four running backs are pretty close. I mean, some people will will feel that maybe Kamara doesn't belong. But I I think there's a path there where he can finish. I mean, we've seen it. You know, the issue with him is obviously not getting a ton of volume on the ground, but he's heavily involved in the passing game and the touchdowns have been in there. And it's an offense that just gives him the ball quite a bit near the goal line. So, you know, he's going to put up the touchdown numbers. So some people might feel safer, just taking those top three, uh, because when you're looking at this and trying to separate it, you're looking everything under a microscope with everything you have to see, okay, what could go wrong here? So, We'll see what happens with this. But, again, I'm, I'm not going to change him. I think with Melvin Gordon, it's a little bit different. Uh, I think Melvin Gordon, obviously, is not the talent that Zeke is. And, obviously, I don't think has the leverage either uh, that Zeke has as well. So, you're going to see him slip in some drafts. I've already seen it. He's definitely falling out of the first round. He's going usually in the mid second round. as we're seeing him. That's where we're seeing him go. Uh, he went... Uh, 18th in our online championship red versus blue on Friday night. So he was 18th off the board and that one is the 12th running back. And you could understand that at this time. And I don't know. I have a feeling that Gordon is not going to miss much time. I just think that this kind of gets settled, but it's a guess at this point. Uh, it definitely seems like Gordon wants to be there. This is not like Le'Veon Bell where Bell also had some, ill intent towards Pittsburgh. He was kind of upset with them. So you could see that. That's not the case with Gordon. He spoke somewhere over the weekend and said he wants to work it out. And again, he just wants to get paid and can't blame him. You got to get that money when you can, especially as a a running back with the shelf life being so short. So uh, let's talk a little bit about this uh, online championship from the other night, Red vs. Blue. And guess who went number one? Ezekiel Elliott went first overall. And again, I've seen Drafts in the high-stakes leagues with uh, uh, basically four different players going number one. I've seen Ezekiel Elliott go number one, as we did in this one. I've seen Christian McCaffrey go number one. He went number one in the FSGA draft that I did in New York City a couple weeks ago. Uh, I've seen Saquon Barkley go one quite a bit, and I have seen Alan Kamara go one as well. So all four of those guys have gone number one in drafts. And that's why there really is no consensus this year. I think you can make a case for all four, uh, for sure. And I think maybe Zeke got pushed up a little bit recently because um, people saw that he wasn't going to get the suspension. I think that was the one thing that people were worried about with Zeke is the potential suspension. But we found out two weeks ago that wasn't going to happen. And, you know, the Cowboys have a really good offensive line. And let's not forget, Travis Frederick, their center, wasn't there last year. That was a big loss for them. And the one thing with Elliott, too, I think there's touchdown upside here. You know, he just did not score a lot of points last year on the as far as touchdowns. Now, part of it is Dak Prescott has at least six rushing touchdowns in each of his first three years. So that takes away from him a, a little bit as well. Uh, we have uh, Dr. Otto joining us now. Doc, what's up?
6: Oh, dude, I'm sorry. <laughs> this is some day. I apologize for being late and having uh, have technical issues here. But uh, what did I miss this morning? What did you talk about?
3: Uh, Zekiel Elliott, there's a report that uh, privately he's told people he might hold out a training camp unless he gets a new contract.
6: You know, don't you think it's like a copycat? You know, when you talk about a copycat league, do you think that people just copycat each other? Like Gordon copycats Bell and now Zeke copycats Gordon. Do you think that they're all going to start doing this?
3: No, this was, uh, he's been more private about it. And apparently, you know, this has been known privately. He just hasn't made it public. And I guess this report came out now. So. You know, I understand it from Zeke's perspective uh, because he feels like he's one of the best running backs in the league and he wants to get paid, and he has two years left on his deal. So you know what the Cowboys are going to do. They did it with DeMarco Murray. They're going to run him into the ground, and they might not bring him back because if they they have not signed him to a contract yet, uh, and they might do that. And they, they might look at it and say, you know what, the off-the-field issues, uh, let's just you know finish out the contract two years because he's got that fifth-year option, and then let him go that might be their plan cuz remember they have to sign Dak Prescott and Amari Cooper.
6: I was just going to ask you that with his off the field issues with I mean cuz you know the next thing that happens you're probably looking at what a year would you risk paying him all that money?
3: Probably not. I mean look, uh we've seen running back is a, a position you can replace. I know Melvin Gordon said it's not, but the truth is it is. I mean, how many times do we see it in fantasy like this running back comes out of nowhere, comes in, and if the offense is good, they succeed. So, but
6: you can't find Zeke. That's the problem. I mean, you, you don't Zeke's are hard to come by. Saquon's are hard to come by.
3: They are, but you can still win. I mean, you probably would have said that about Kareem Hunt, right? And Damian Williams comes in, and the offense is fine.
6: I guess that no, that's true. I mean, Damian Williams is a pretty darn good player. I think he's very underrated. But this is this is a tough one here. I mean, if you're Jerry, don't let me ask you this: Would you, you're Jerry Jones? You pay him.
3: I think you have to take if you believe in Dak, I think you have to pay him first because running back is replaceable.
6: I think I agree with you. I think you have I think you have to pay your quarterback. No quarterback, no chance. Yeah. All right, uh, we'll talk we'll talk more about this when we return right after this.
2: Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See website for details.
6: I had great results. I lost 70 pounds. My weighed 265 and went down to 195. My doctor told me, if it works for you, then do it. A lot of people say
2: to me, how did you lose the weight? I said, I take Andro 400 every day. I'm going to take it forever. That was Walt talking about Andro 400. Now listen to what Bob has to say.
6: All right, we're back. Hey, do you want to two risk-free wagers up to $1,000? Go to pointsbet.com backslash grid and open up a PointsBet wagering account. and to the promo code GRID, and you get two risk-free bets up to $1,000. In addition to traditional betting, PointsBet al- also offers its own betting concept where customers are rewarded by how much they win their bet. For example, if you bet the Florida State minus three, And they cover the spread by 10. You receive 10 times your stake. That's pointbet.com backslash grid. Enter the promo code GRID and get your two risk-free bets up to $1,000 today. And if you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. That's 21 age and over. New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. See the website for details. All right, Adam, we had red versus blue on Friday night. I know you touched upon this in earlier segments. I think this, this is always a pretty competitive draft. Like, I know that uh, teams 10 is a very strong team. Team 11 is very strong, 12, a lot of daily double, a lot of good people in here. Were you surprised with how the draft unfolded maybe in the first round? Did anything surprise you there?
3: Uh, in the first round, no, nothing really was surprising to me.
6: So there's Elliott, McCaffrey, Barkley, Kamara, David Johnson, Hopkins, Thomas, and Adams. Let me just ask you this. Thomas over Adams. Are you good with that?
3: I'm okay with it. Personally, I would take Adams. I think the touchdown ceiling is higher for him. Aaron Rodgers has already talked about getting him the ball more when he already got it a ton last year. do like Thomas, but uh, you know he's not a big red zone threat, so that kind of... Hurts him a little bit when you compare him to some of the other receivers in that range. So, I mean, I understand it. I mean, would I be shocked if Tom's had twelve touchdowns? No, but I lean towards Devontae Adams,
6: Hopkins Adams. Who are you taking first?
3: Um, I think I, I think I have at. Uh, do I have Adams or Hopkins? I keep going back and forth. Uh, probably Hopkins, but it's really close.
6: I think I would take Adams first because Hopkins has at least two other guys there who can catch the football. Adams doesn't.
3: Uh I think Green Bay does. We're just not sure. Uh I don't I think it's close. I mean I could see Valdez scantling emerging. You got Allison there. So I know we have a But they're Q-T. not real
6: Fuller and Q T. Yeah,
3: and no, all those guys have to also show they can stay healthy for a whole year. But it's close. I mean I think I had Adams one before I might have changed it. But I I like Adams a lot.
6: The end of the first round, every draft is different. I think it's pretty amazing. So 9 is Le'Veon Bell, 10 is Connor, 11 is Julio Jones, 12 is Joe Mixon. But I've seen guys, I mean, we've seen Beckham, we've seen Cook, we've seen a whole host of people. Do you think now that Melvin Gordon, the information of Melvin Gordon is out, that Gordon is out of the first round?
3: I think so. I think a lot of people are going to not want to risk it if you're drafting right now, based on the information we know over the next week or so. Because I think in the past, people felt like, oh, players are not going to hold out. And then they saw Levy on Bell last year. I think that's going to be in their head. I don't think Gordon has the leverage that Bell has. I also don't think there's the animosity. Bell had some animosity towards Pittsburgh. I don't think Gordon does. He spoke somewhere over the weekend and basically said, you know, he likes. Being with the Chargers and he wants to work out, he just wants to get paid. So I understand it. But I think people are going to, because we see so much constant uh, changes in those players, a lot of people feel that there really isn't a huge difference. And since Gordon does have that potential of missing games, I think people are just going to say, you know what, I'll pass.
6: So let me ask you here. I'm looking at teams 9 through 12. Would you want to be Bell Beckham, Julio Cook, or Mixon Juju?
3: I think I would want to be Julio Cook, unless you believe in Bell.
6: How bad can Bell be? I mean, I think Bell can't – even if Bell's not good, isn't he still 1,000 yard, 1,500 total yards from scrimmage good?
3: He should be. I mean, he's one of those players that I'm torn on. Trying to figure out where I stand on him, I haven't drafted him yet. But you know, if I have one of these picks here at nine to twelve, you know, it's going to be a decision to be made on what to do with him. Uh, I don't think he was great two years ago with Pittsburgh. He only averaged four yards per carry. You know, a lot of it is what kind of football shape is he in? Uh, obviously, it's a new team and it's an offense that's not as good. You can say what you want. I mean, that Pittsburgh offense was you know near the top every year. It's just Jets offense has questions, uh, but you got to think that he's going to. Get a ton of receptions in the passing game, even if he's not great on the ground. So,
6: would you take uh, him over Connor? I think so. Would you t- Would you take him over Mixon?
3: Probably. I don't know if you saw uh, one of the Bengals' offensive linemen retired today.
6: I know, and uh, a guard, and now they do Jonas Williams. That team's a mess. Would you take him over Dalvin Cook? Yeah, I would too. So, I mean, I think Bell is. I like Mixon. I I honestly like Mixon the most as a player.
3: I do, too. And I just recently took him on the turn in the draft. But, I mean, my goodness. I mean, are they going to have any offensive linemen left by the time this year starts at this base? I mean, he said it was medical concerns for his retirement. Uh, Clint Bowling, their their guard.
6: Right. Clint Bowling is out and Jonas Williams is out. I I mean, it's the hardest thing to replace. Is the offensive line? It really is because when you bring in a guy who hasn't played with the, with, hasn't gelled with the other linemen, it it, it's a, it creates big holes. Your quarterback gets hurt. I mean, Andy Dalton's value's got to go into the crapper too.
3: Uh, yeah, I mean, look, the Cowboys had issues on the line last year. Das, Dak Prescott got sacked a ton. I mean, one less than the first two years combined.
6: I know. Isn't that crazy?
3: Yeah, uh, it's just you know, which Travis Frederick was out couple guys were banged up here and there and uh, Prescott was taken to the ground a lot. I mean they still had a pretty they had still had a good offense and they moved the ball but you know he was sacked fifty six times last year. He was sacked twenty-five as a rookie thirty two in a second year, and fifty six last year.
6: All right so let's continue looking at round two. So Juju goes then Dalvin then Gurley. <laughs> Beckham Chubb Melvin Gordon Kelsey goes next and then you get a string of receivers. So it's interesting in this draft, we've seen drafts where the running backs go, but from Melvin Gordon, one, two, three, four, close to like twelve picks before the next court, uh, running back went. Were you surprised to see so many yellow stickers there? Like Edelman went before Aaron Jones and Henry and Damien Williams, which we haven't seen in drafts before.
3: I'm not surprised by this. I found myself picking in that range, doing the same thing, uh, going with a, a running back and two receivers because there's a lot of question marks about those running backs. I mean, you could see the path to an RB1 uh, season, but you could also see the path to an RB3 or injuries with those running backs in that range. So uh, a lot of the receivers are safer, and also in our format at the Fantasy Football World Championship, you start three receivers and two flex spots, and it's PPR. So I think once you get one of those top four, top five running backs, you feel, you know what, I got one locked in as long as they don't get hurt. Now I'm just going to pile up the receivers, and I'll just – cherry pick running backs later on and I think that's actually the, the right way to do it that's what I've been doing when I've been picking in the top four
6: so you like like team four started Kamara then it was love, Brown Thielen Godwin love Ridley team
3: four. Oh yeah I love that I talked about it when I uh, went on with Scott Atkins the other day on the podcast I just I love team four
6: I knew you would you, Winston and Allen great quarterbacks I mean you're getting Humphreys as what you're sixth guy, and then Kamara's your one. You get a little Tariq Como Freeman. Something could pop there. Justin Jackson, Hines. This team's built to win, dude.
3: Yeah. I mean, I just love uh, the receivers, too. You know, the Brown-Theland-Godwin really combo. I uh, just love that. You know, didn't advance McDonald in round eight. You know, it's fair value for him, you know, like him. Uh, so, yeah, I just like the way this team was put together in the first five rounds. A really good start.
6: I think the only thing I don't like about his team, can I be honest with you? Is round 16. I hate Jordan Reed. yeah.
3: I mean, if that's the biggest criticism, round 16 pick, which is probably going to be cut most leagues anyway. um, Yeah. uh, I mean, Reed is, uh, I guess, one of those players. For me, I'm probably done. I mean, I bought it. I don't know. I might have had him on one team last year. But it's just like, I mean, how many more times do we need to see this? The guy's just not built to play football. I mean, it's concussions, knees, hamstrings. It's everything. If he stays healthy and has a big year and somehow plays 16, all right, great. And I know people are going to argue and say, well, when Reed is on the field, he's good. But uh, how often is that nowadays? Yeah, it's I want not...
6: no part of him, dude. I can't even imagine. I would take Noah Fant. i take Jimmy Graham. i take Greg Olson. At least when Greg Olson's on the field, he's good.
3: Right. The only thing with Olson is, is injury and age. That's all it is. I mean, it's a foot injury. And he did have the surgery. I mean, again, I'm not high on him either. I reluctantly took him in the fishbowl only because he was the 25th tight end <laughs> off the board. And I just felt like, all right, maybe I'm wrong and maybe he's healthy. But it's just what Reed. it's just year after year, it's the same damn thing. And you could say, oh, well, he's cheap now and this and that. But, I mean, really, what is he going to do? I mean, it's a bad offense. And uh, even last year, I did have him and he played 13 games and he was on the field. He wasn't bad, but two touchdowns in 13 games and it's just he's getting older. It's just not the same. And uh, I just think people... Looking like, oh, well, it's round 15, 16. Uh, I'm not risking anything. All right, I'll take him. What if he's healthy? But what makes you think he's going to be healthy?
6: Speaking of the fishbowl, are you done?
3: Yes. I don't know. I mean, I made my last pick this morning. Um, and then, you know, the I had guy picking was... one a pick, I haven't looked to see if he took his pick, but yeah, I'm done.
6: So let's, let's, uh, can I hear your team, when we come back?
3: Definitely. And yeah, I made well, let's, a... let's compare. Okay, you're done too?
6: No, I have two more picks, but, I mean, at this point, it's like, you know, There's guys some I do
3: There's some drafts in the 15th round. Really? That would drive I, you crazy. <laughs>
6: well, I was away this weekend, uh, you know, so with my wife, we went on a, on a mini vacation for the first time, like, forever. So I had to bring the iPad just in case that I didn't want my picks. I didn't want to time out, us. Uh,
3: someone timed out on my draft twice. Same guy? Yeah.
6: Oh, that's not good. That's yeah. not
3: good. No, it's not. I did he have an excuse? What, I don't know. I didn't ask. I just uh, was like, damn, this!" because we would have been done a lot sooner if it wasn't for that because our draft moved pretty well.
6: How many quarterbacks did you take? Three. How many tight ends did you take? Three. Only three? Yeah. I, eight, there were people that eight, took eight?
3: five or six tight ends, <laughs> man. Like, <laughs> come on, man. <laughs> I Jeez. like symmetry.
6: I took four quarterbacks, four tight ends, seven running backs, seven receivers.
3: I just, uh, the tight ends were just flying off the board. And the last rounds, like guys took them. I'm like, all right, I'll just pass on it.
6: All right. I'm looking forward to that. All right. Adam and I are going to compare Scott Fishbowl teams. We'll see whose uh, team has a better chance to make the playoffs. We'll do that when we return right after this.
1: If you've heard of WeatherTech floor liners, you probably know that for your vehicle's floor, nothing protects better. But what about protection for the rest of your car or truck? I'm David McNeil, founder of WeatherTech. Besides our floor liners, we design, engineer, and manufacture a wide range of automotive accessories right here in America. And just like our floor liners, everything is done to the highest standards possible. We understand what kind of investment owning a vehicle can be, so we do everything possible to help you protect it. We don't take shortcuts, and we never make concessions when it comes to quality. For everything from cargo liners to cleaning and detailing supplies to mud flaps and car covers, the one place you need to go is WeatherTech.com. So if you are familiar with our floor liners, just imagine how well the rest of our products will work for you. Learn more about our full line of automotive accessories at WeatherTech.com or call one 800 carmats WeatherTech.com, proudly made in America.
6: Maurice Allen, 2015-2016 European Long Drive Tour Champion.
5: 2017 world number one me personally I keep my game face on me all the time
6: especially coming out of the bunker leaving the range or even leaving the course what's your story
2: go to gamefacegrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs
4: what's your IRS problem do you owe back taxes
6: All right, we're back. You want to find us? You go to fulltimefantasy.com. You enter the promo code ROTO50 or RONUS50, and we'll give you 50% off your first two months. And you join us, and we'll hook you up. A lot of sites are charging crazy, crazy dollars for football season. Crazy. We're not doing that, we're keeping it normal. Adam, I'm telling you, I've got. I'm. I'm. Not, I have got i i am i do not want to throw some sites under the bus, but people are like dropping big bucks on this, thinking that people are going to pay that. I find that hard to believe.
3: Yeah, it is. Uh, some expensive sites out there. We're definitely affordable, and definitely will help you win.
6: We will. All right, we'll give you rankings. We'll give you videos. We'll give you podcasts. We'll give you articles. We'll give you waivers. We'll hook you up. So. We're looking forward to helping you out at FullTimeFantasy.com. All right, Adam, so let's take a look at uh, who are your quarterbacks. Give me your quarterbacks first, and we'll go yours versus mine.
3: I have uh, Jameis Winston, Lamar Jackson, and uh, Eli Manning. Hmm.
6: All right, I have Ben Roethlisberger, Josh Allen, Eli Manning, and Daniel Jones.
3: Okay, pretty close.
6: Pretty close, right? So, let me ask you this. Jameis or Ben? Who would you rather? Ben safer, Jameis higher upside?
3: Yeah, I think so. I think Ben's a little safer in this format. Obviously, the interceptions hurt Winston a little bit, but I got him as the 18th quarterback off the board. So, uh, and I just feel like he's going to have a lot of 300-yard passing games. You get the bonus for that. So, it is close. I mean, Ben went uh, QB 12 in mine, uh, and I took Winston at 18.
6: All right, then the second, Lamar and Allen. I think Lamar might be a drop better, but Allen, I don't want to say safer, but could be slightly more consistent.
3: Um, I'm not sure. I, I, I give Lamar a slight edge. Uh, he can obviously. have bigger
6: games, right? A higher ceiling.
3: Yeah, because I think a lot of the runs for Lamar are more designed than they are for Allen. I think Allen, a lot of it was the offensive line breaking down and he was forced to scramble. Whereas with Lamar, you know they're designing runs for him. I mean, when Lamar started from week 11 on, his attempts were 26-11, 17-14, 18-13. Now, the the uh, contrary to that is, well... Is he going to be able to hold up if he's running that much? And, and that's a fair point. I mean, you love that your quarterback's running because of the rushing yards and the floor it provides, but you are worried, uh, can this guy take a beating and will he get hurt? So I, I think that's the issue there with him.
6: All right, give me your tight ends. Who you got three. Give me your tight ends.
3: Hunter, Henry, Greg Olson, Ricky Seals-Jones.
6: All right, so I'm going to give you an A for Henry, and I'm going to give you like a D and an F.
3: Yeah, I or mean, what C are you going up? to do? Day, yeah, yeah, Seals-Jones was my last round pick, 22nd round. 46 tight end off the board. <laughs> All
6: right, I took Vance McDonald, Mark Andrews, Dallas Goddard, and Darren Waller.
3: Yeah, no, that's a good group of tight ends.
6: Yeah. So, But I like Henry, obviously, is the best one. But uh, I'm
3: only starting one.
6: Right, that's true. That's true. I, but I think I have four guys I could start if I needed to.
3: I don't know if you can start Goddard every week yet. I know everyone's excited for him, and I understand that. But
6: If Zach Hurst gets a boo-boo, dude, oh, well, my that's God.
3: Right, but right now, yeah, if he, if he gets hurt, for sure. I think we rank him every week as a top five tight end in our weekly rankings.
6: That, that's true. All right, let's go running backs. Who's your number one running back? McCaffrey. All right, mine is Le'Veon Bell. I'll take your guy. Who's your number two? Penny. Mine is Derek Henry. I think I'll take my guy. Who's your three?
3: Uh, Jalen Samuels.
6: Mine is Donta Foreman. Is that about even?
3: Yeah. Uh, who's your four? Ido Smith.
6: Mine is Justin Jackson.
3: That's Yours might be better. Depending on what happens with Gordon. Right, with Gordon. Who's your next one? Kalen Balazs.
6: Oh, I like Kalen Balaj. I wanted him. I started to just take flyers at this point. I got Divine Ozigbo running. And who else do you have?
3: CJ Anderson, Mike Davis, and Tony Pollard.
6: I like, Mike Davis and Pollard are interesting.
3: Yeah, round round 20, round
6: 21. Yeah, I like those. I like those. All right, so I I like your running backs better than mine. All right, wide receivers, who's your one? Juju. I have Devontae Adams, so pretty even. Who's your two?
3: Antonio Brown.
6: I have Keenan Allen. Is Is that close to even? Yeah, it's close. Okay, who's your three?
3: Julian Edelman.
6: I have Godwin, so I guess Edelman's a little better. Who's your four?
3: mike williams
6: oh that's my four-two, 42 <laughs> who's your five dd Dee Dee westbrook all right mine is jamison crowder i guess i got like dd more who's your six
3: kiki cutie
6: oh that's but mine is deshaun hamilton who's your seven
3: michael gallup
6: oh that's pretty good i have brashad perriman
3: and then i have trey quinn
6: oh I'm, dude i like your receivers
3: yeah, I went heavy on receivers. Uh, I, you know, it's that's they're all good. I even I like Trey Quinn as an eight. Right. I mean, so I'm going to be so I'm starting uh, at least going into the year. Juju Brown, Edelman, Mike Williams, Dee and QT, and then I'll have a quarterback as a flex. I'll have McCaffrey and Penny. So I'm basically going receiver heavy because remember you get, you get a five point bonus for fifty receiving yards. All those receivers, most weeks, to me, should get 50 receiving yeah, yards.
6: I would agree with that. Yeah, no, it's a good group. That's a really good deep thing. I, I like my first four guys, but then I like the rest of your depth a lot. That's some good stuff there. I think the problem is in this league is you don't know your league, and I don't know mine. I don't know yeah. whether mine mm-hmm. was harder than yours, or you. Did. I mean, I like your team, but I mean, it sounds like you did a good job, but you just don't know with all these
3: leagues. You don't. I mean, it's so different. Uh, You know, it seemed like uh, most of my league went, they waited on the quarterbacks. Again, we we had seven quarterbacks in the first four rounds, nine in the first five. And this is why when people ask for the super flex advice, it's hard to tell you. Now, you could say, well, this is, I mean, there were fans in this draft too. Now, it's mostly industry people, but even in a super flex league, you see people in the industry take quarterbacks early. So... You know, I was talking to Matt Modica last week in the fishbowl. He took two quarterbacks in the first four rounds. So, you don't know what people are going to do. And you you just have to read the room. And I just read this room. I was going to wait on quarterbacks anyway, but it was going to be dictated on, okay, what does everyone else do? And you probably have the same mentality because you were picking 12 I was picking two. We're both on the ends. We know we're going to miss out on the runs. So, I just read the room. I said, all right, they're waiting too. I'm going to wait. And round six and seven, I got QB 16, QB 18. I mean, that was the plan anyway. But if the room went heavy quarterbacks, I would have had to shift that and maybe take the quarterback in rounds four and five instead. But I just read the room and said, okay, I like where this is going. Uh, I'm going to wait on the quarterback.
6: Well, I mean, look, when you mentioned Modica, if he took two quarterbacks in the first four rounds, I may hate his team when he says his team. I, and I'm not I, he's a very good drafter. He's a very good player. And it's no, that's no offense to, to Modica in, in, in the slightest. It's just that his league was designed in a different way and it ran a different direction. And that's why it's so hard to have one overall winner because maybe Matt's team was really good for his league, but it wouldn't have been for somebody else's.
3: Yeah, we actually do a super flex league in the flex league. So I was in it with him last year that we do in New York and actually we're doing that. I think, man, two weeks from Saturday, it's almost here. And he did the same thing last year. I did the opposite. I waited uh, and I had the most points in the league. Top seed, but lost in the semifinals. But I just liked building my team that way. Uh, I still wait on the quarterbacks. And I had two decent quarterbacks, and there were a couple that emerged on waivers late in the year. So I'm going to continue to do it that way. I just think it's the best way to go. Let other people overvalue the quarterbacks, pay for them while I get receivers and running backs.
6: So let's go back to the red versus blue. Team one waited till rounds 14 and 16 and took Roethlisberger and Rivers. We like that, right?
3: Absolutely.
6: Team 2 was round 10 and 15, Baker and Prescott. Like it or dislike it? Like it. Team 3 was round 13 and 17, Wilson and Jackson. I like it.
3: Yeah, I mean, I can't. It's round 13. Uh, I don't think Russ is going to have a huge fantasy season. Uh, like he has in years past, but it's round 13. And you do have Lamar Jackson, too, just in case it doesn't right. work out. Good
6: quality for waiting, right? I would say good quality for waiting. Round 14, <laughs> the next team was Winston and Allen, 14 and 17. We love, love that. that. Yes. The next team was Aaron Rodgers and eight and Cam Newton and 14. I think yeah. I don't like that.
3: Yeah, it's just, it's crazy. We're like, Aaron Rodgers in round eight. People hear us like, what are you talking about? That's a steal, but it's relative to where the other quarterbacks go and also you know how does your team pan out and also a tight end going around 6 and a quarterback in round 8 so now uh, you're a little behind at, at receiver
6: yeah I, I don't know there all right the next team takes matt ryan in 10 as his only guy you good with that too soon or you good
3: um i'm okay yeah i'm fine with it it's round 10 i mean let's see what did he pass on john brown I guess you can make a case for Jackson at running back. Maybe Deshaun probably... Hamilton. Yeah, uh, yeah, Deshaun Hamilton. I like, especially in PPR. Uh, he didn't. Did he have a tight end? No. I mean, oh yeah, he, had Kelsey. he, so he, he had doesn't Kelsey. need a tight end. So yeah, so don't he needs
6: need a, a receiver end. though. He's Hopkins, Watkins, Valdez, Sandling, Harry. I need another uh, uh, run, uh, tight end. Uh, what yeah,
3: I talked about this with Scott, and man, there's a lot of questions at receiver mm-hmm. there. You know, a he's lot not of... winning. That's, that's tough for... I mean, you got three rookies there.
6: No, two that teams poopo.
3: Three rookies in Scantling in his second year. Watkins, a guy who just really hasn't shown the same skills. And he's got
6: Jacobs, Henderson, and Sanders. Come on. How's that team winning? That team might not win four games this year.
3: Yeah, it's a lot of risk. Yeah. It's a all right, lot There's a lot of risk here. Henderson, what if Gurley's fine? And I don't I don't buy any gurley at all. I just don't. I just there's too many red flags, but what if Gurley's able to do twelve to fifteen touches?
6: Yeah, I, I, yeah. All right, Jerry, our friend Jerry Bryant takes Wentz and 10, Garoppolo, and 16. I like that.
3: I do, too. I think Wentz could have a real big year. I love the weapons on that team. So, yeah, round 10, I, I don't see either of us doing it. But I think you have to have a a loose plan. Because what if everyone has our mentality? I'm
6: not against Wentz and 10.
3: Right. I, I could not, see me to draft doing that. I'm not against it. Again, and look, look who you're passing on. Are, are you that excited about John Brown and Reed? I love John Brown, the talent. talent, but in a Buffalo offense with uh, Zay Jones and Foster and a redraft league. Well, it's He's funny better in you basketball. said that
6: it's funny you said that you have to be disciplined to do the late quarterback you have to be disciplined and take you know Paris Campbell and take John Brown and, and just build and build and build you have to be disciplined because you're, you're like yeah these guys aren't that good Wentz is really good let me take him I think that's what people want to do
3: yeah and I think it depends on the round of what's on the board whether you should do that I mean I would I'd have to be really tempted, though, by Justin Jackson if I was on the board there. Oh, he already took Eckler. Hmm. I wonder if that played a role because he had Eckler.
6: And and he had Gordon, too.
3: Oh, yeah. I don't think you want three running backs (laughs) on the same team in the first 10 rounds. All
6: right. The next guy took Kyler Murray as his only quarterback in 11.
3: See, in a 20-round draft, because I've been vocal, I will not take a backup quarterback in a 16-round draft. He should. And this one, yes. No, because it's 20 rounds. Um, and what if Murray doesn't work out? I know a lot of us are high on him and we all understand the potential upside, but what if we're wrong? And what if he instead
6: struggles? of, instead of Marquise Lee, take Garoppolo. I like it so much better.
3: Agree. All right. Then know, then and here's the thing too, that bothers me about that. It's one thing if he took a shot on a running back and I go, you know what? I understand. He took, you know, Benny Snell, late. Right. he took, This guy, uh, Dexter Williams, late, and maybe they wind up starting because, again, we don't have waivers to begin the year. But he didn't do that. He went with uh, six receivers in the last round. So, yeah, I agree with you. I would have – Garoppolo would have been fine uh, in there, even a Lamar Jackson, a Rivers Allen, or a safe. Like, a a Murray-Rivers combo is fine because at least you have the safety of Rivers. So, yeah, I agree. I would have – I usually am okay taking the one quarterback, but that's, all, that's also 16 to 18 rounds. 20-round draft, you, you take the second quarterback. but All right,
6: the next team takes Mahomes in round five. Too soon, or are you okay with it?
3: I can't do it personally, but I understand. Is that good value? That. Is that good value? In this format, probably not. I mean, in, mo- in, in a, a typical league, yes, but... When the QB two goes in round eight, is it that good a value? I don't think so. Yeah. Don't, don't you have know. to? Hear, don't you have to look at it relative to where the other QBs are going? Well, I, I,
6: yeah. No, I think you do. I think if this is any other league, you go round five of the steel. I think in our right. format, I don't think I'd rather. Is. I'd rather do it in seven than in five. Right. Right. Isn't it giving up some players?
3: It is. Yeah.
6: All right. We'll continue going through the quarterbacks when we return right after this.
5: All
6: right, we're back. To be fair, guys, go to playffwc.com right now, whether it's an online championship, a draft and go, or the Fantasy Football World Championship. Sign up for one of our leagues, and you'll be very happy that you did. And Maybe you'll be my rich friend, and you'll be hanging out with us in Vegas and doing all those things that you need to do. So please sign up for one of our drafts right now. Playffwc.com. All right, Ron, All right, finishing up here. Three more teams here. One team took Breeze in 12 and Goff in 16. Like or dislike?
3: Don't love it. I, I don't know. I just don't see Breeze putting up the big numbers anymore.
6: I don't like it at all. I think both guys, Breezes could be under 4,000 yards, and Goff makes me nervous. All right. The next team, Deshaun Watson in eight and Trubisky in 15.
3: I like the combo. I don't know if I take Watson in eight, but man, I think he could have a huge year. Really do.
6: He's a great talent. He really is is, a special talent. He's a special talent. I think I like Watson in eight more than Mahomes in five.
3: I do too. Yeah, definitely. Because uh, you're bypassing a a pretty good receiver or or running back in that. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was around heavy on receivers. So yeah, I'd rather have Watson in eight.
6: So if you were big Phil and you took, would you have taken luck or Watson in round eight? Uh,
3: I think I have Watson too, but it's very close. I mean, I love both those guys. I mean, I'm probably not going to have any of them this year because I don't draft the top five, seven quarterbacks. So I probably will have none. But my rankings, I believe, have Watson two, luck three.
6: Do you think that Big Phil did the right thing just getting one quarterback and forgetting the rest?
3: Um, I'm okay with it because you're starting luck every week. And I'm assuming they don't have an early buy. I mean, either way. Uh, So uh, 20 rounds, I'm usually going to take a second quarterback. But if you have luck, I understand it. Even Mahomes, you're starting those guys every week, right? If I just... told
6: you you could get Sam Darnold in round twenty, would you just wait nineteen rounds and pick everything else and take Darnold in twenty, or will you lose?
3: You could do that, or he's saying, you know what? Uh, who's available in the waiver I'll get him. Because look at this: there was what twenty quarterbacks drafted, so. Yeah. You know, I guess that well, we could ask Phil about that when he comes on. I don't know if Phil's that smart that he figured that out, but <laughs> I, I, that's what I, I, I mess with Phil all the time. We're, we're cool like that. Um, but yeah, I, that's what I would have done. I would have said, oh, wow, there's only 20 quarterbacks taken. All right, I can get someone on waivers. So let me take a shot on a, a running back yeah. receiver. All
6: right, we'll talk more now hour number two right after this.